podcast brought to you in part by audible.com get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com wds to choose from over 85,000 titles for your ipod or mp3 player please this is galvin star of wds's hit show galvin you're listening to the tank with jason and rob did you hear did you hear did you hear did you hear? Did you hear? What do they Now you get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest, found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvet Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is the man who puts the Uve in Duvet, your host, <laughs> Robert Bob Duvet, podcasting to you from inside the Suspicious Package. Oh no, a suspicious package? What, what? Where did that come from? I don't know, Reba answered the door today and there it was, just sitting on the doorstep, a suspicious package. It's not from Anonymous, is it? No, it wasn't. You've heard about Anonymous, huh? I, I have, they're world famous. <laughs> For somebody lacking an identity, he sure's got his name out there. Yeah, exactly. There's some other uh, rogue group that was doing something that's using the same... Oh, I know what it is. It's people who are uh, like hacking celebrity cell phones and posting uh, personal pictures of celebrities and, and phone numbers and stuff on the website. They've now adopted whatever Anonymous's uh, tag is, phrase is, slogan is, which I, I don't remember what their slogan is, so that goes to tell you how much I really know about this Anonymous. I smell a lawsuit. I hope so. Yeah, exactly. Hey, anonymous versus this people, whoever the, the right. The, I, the, the, I wonder if anonymous are. will appear in court. That, yeah, maybe it'll be wearing like maybe it'll be like the unknown terrorist. You know, be wearing a paper bag over his head like Murray Langston, or a Mexican wrestling mask. Yeah, exactly. That's probably more hip. I, uh, if you know who Murray Langston is, send us an email. What do they said at gmail.com because your emails mean so much. Or you can find us on Facebook. Facebook numbers soaring this week, Rob. You see that? I know. Like the stock market. There's no explanation for it. Not in the least, but suddenly, perhaps our presence on Mevio.com, whatduvaysaid.mevio.com is helping our Facebook likers. But we love when you like us. So if you like us, we'll like you liking us find what duvet said on facebook follow us on twitter at capital b ob capital d uve bob duvet <laughs> or give us a phone call at 415-937-0445 that number's always live and you can reach us at 415-937-0445 we got a glut of calls about the music show this week i noticed it must have been a very popular Ye music show it is. You know, I, I've been putting in a little elbow grease on the music show, and it's paying off. And uh, big dividends with the most recent show, Il Mondo was our guest. They're a great 
uh, Oakland production team, and they just uh, they're really uh, kind of up and coming and popular and uh, getting a lot of response. And those guys were great to interview. So go check it out. What Duvet said about music this week, issue thirty four with Il Mondo. Excellent. Yeah, good stuff. Um, hey, you know what I was thinking this morning about you, Rob? Because no, I will. I, I have little... no idea what you're thinking, Jason. I never know what you're thinking. That's what I love about this show. It's it's sparkly and it's it's a guessing game every week. You guess, the audience guesses, we all get to play along. I Absolutely. woke early this morning and mm-hmm. I it, I remembered that you were having trouble uh sleeping and in waking and all that. How's how's that with you these days? I'm glad you asked because I have been uh sleeping great lately and I've been taking this ultra melatonin that uh hallie found and it's it really does the trick and i've been getting up at 6 15 in the morning with her and i'm exhausted by 11 o'clock i'm not even making it through the news anymore i'm going to sleep with my the aid of melatonin and uh, i feel great and i get so much more accomplished by getting up earlier i realize yeah that's what i discovered myself this morning i have a lot to do today First of all, I think it's, I don't know if irony is the word, but I think it's kind of silly that you're taking a pill that mellows you out called melatonin. Right? Yeah, buddy. It doesn't doesn't seem right. Uh, But I awoke this morning. I have a whole lot to do because I'm leaving town this afternoon. I'm going to be out of town again. This is going to be the third time in four weeks that I'm not going to be in my residence. Um, Really? Yeah. Uh, and I'm uh, I- I'm just not prepared. Normally, I would be packed. I would have directions printed out. I would have everything set. And it just snuck up on me this time. I was just like, wow, that's today. Last night, I went out to a friend of mine's house and uh, was just playing Wii. We played a little poker. We played a little uh, pit tank. Oh. <laughs> and uh i think that's what it's called maybe that's what this week's episode of the tank will be called pen tank um and uh and as i was driving home I, around 11 uh i it, it occurred to me whoa i'm i have to do a show tomorrow and i have to pack and i have to leave and i have to get my dog boarded too because the person whom i normally leave my dog with no longer allows my dog in her house oh bummer why well, they, the house in which I've been keeping my dog has cats and another little dog in it. And the other little dog has never really been properly potty trained. It constantly goes under the dining room table, which, let me tell you, is a real treat when we all sit around that table <laughs> and have a meal. Um, you know, later on, because that snake doesn't really get out of the carpet. I, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but the, there's two cats and and my dog has a bit of separation anxiety whenever I'm gone. She just she she really just always likes to be with me. Um, mm. So I think she just gets worked up and she smells urine and there's cats around that she wants to play with. So she's been peeing in the kitchen, um, which oh, personally, no. yeah, I th- my dog doesn't do anything. You know, my dog, right? Yeah, I love your dog. Yeah, my dog like sits Amy on Duke the couch is. all day long, doesn't do anything unless I force her to get off the couch and walk around. And even then it's like, ugh, she gives me attitude. Ugh. Um, <laughs> so when I'm gone, I think she gets worked up. And so she's been peeing in the kitchen, as I say, which I personally think is a better 
place to pee than on the carpet because it's a lot easier to clean up. You just mop it up or use a paper towel or, you know, sit on it and rub whatever you do to clean up pee on a kitchen floor. I think she's being rather polite about it. But still, it's not not really what anybody wants to do. You love my dog, but you wouldn't want her peeing in your kitchen, right? Probably not, no. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to get her. I wouldn't want you. I love you, and I wouldn't want you peeing on my kitchen. Well, that could be. I think we could haggle about that. (laughs) Wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) Speaking of peeing in your kitchen, do we have any guests this week? We do. We have. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that Reba was working tirelessly on getting some big name guests. I don't know that they get any bigger. Murray Langston? We have today. <laughs> Again with the Mary Langston. <laughs> All right. Have you been to the Catskills recently? What's going on? <laughs> no, but I did see Night Patrol recently, so there's that. Oh. Uh, so get this. Reba got for us. I have to guess now? Is, this is another <laughs> no, play-along no, part? That was just a um, euphemism. <laughs> you got um, Irene. Oh. Ooh, that would have been a good get. Reba! Get on Irene. Come on, Irene. (laughs) Uh, Tura, Lura, I? Yeah, go ahead. We have President Barack Obama standing by the green wall. The President of the United States, Barack Obama? Let me be clear. Barack Obama. The sad thing is, even though we have Barack Obama here, since we're doing this show... We're not going to be able to have him uh, do his speech this uh, this week because it, it's conflicting with what we have going on. Right. Can I be unpopular for a moment here? Can I actually use one of your segments and now be use Jason's unpopular statement? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I didn't know I had a, a, the, the market cornered on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't remember Rob's unpopular statement? No, I don't. I love it. I can't wait to hear a callback of that. The music, unpopular statement music, now it's all coming back to you? Yeah? No? Yeah? Oh, yes. Yes. I've made a few unpopular statements. Uh, I'm thrilled that Barack Obama is president. Thrilled might be a bit too strong of a word. Um, I wish the man would do less speeches. Me too. He should, uh, what's the old thing? Talk less but carry a big stick? Yeah. I mean, I know that during the candidacy, everyone was saying what a spectacular orator he is and how great he speaks and how clear he gets stuff across and na 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 na. But it's like someone telling you you have really pretty eyes and then like, you walk around with eye enhancement all the time. Like that's all you focus on. You know, also too, since you bring this up, I don't need my president telling me to contact my congressman. No, no, I don't. That's his job, right? He contacts the congressman and uh, rattles the sabers so that we, the American people who elected him do not have to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like we'll, the we'll idea. We'll ask him. I, I, why don't you ask him while he's there? Or maybe we'll get a chance to ask him since he is our guest. He, he, right now, he's on the, against the green wall with our other guest. And they seem to be, uh, I think they're trading cooking recipes. He's with James Franco, who's a real bon vivant. I know I bill myself as a bon vivant, but James Franco's the real deal. 
Yeah, James Franco, didn't he open a museum of invisible art? I think he's done too many things to name. We're going to get into it. We're going to really uh, pin him down. Just say, what are you, James Franco? <laughs> because frankly, you sound like uh, pasta. I'm confused. <laughs> Ooh. James Franco right now is currently packing a bowl with the president. But uh, the president is not inhaling. So oh. let me be clear about that. The president is not inhaling. I think he's working on another speech. It looks like they're writing something together. Maybe they're collaborating. James uh, okay. Franco, speechwriter. James Franco, speechwriter. Barack Obama, cocaine user. <laughs> this is too big, though, to put off any longer. Get ready, because this is our exclusive. God announces presidential run in a WDS exclusive. Whoa. Yeah, I know. This is shocking. Here, let me read it. Let me read you the press release. I think this explains it all. Okay. Tired of being cited and misquoted by a Republican presidential candidate field with no clear frontrunner, God has announced that he will be running for president in the 2012 election. Citing his proven leadership experience in creating the universe, a claim widely disputed by Democratic partisans, God will be running as the ultimate independent. The announcement comes ahead of another expected announcement for the presidential candidacy by Satan, who some say is silently being backed by presidents, by Democrats, in a bid to challenge current president Barack Obama for his own party's nomination in a rare but not un unprecedented move in presidential politics. God hopes his creation of man will bode well for his chances in the election, but those who oppose his run cite this as a political liability given the high numbers of unemployed who currently identify as being men. This puts several Republican presidential candidates in a lurch as they have borrowed liberally from the creator's playbook laid out in his extensive autobiography released in 1611. With so many polls citing the econ economy and jobs as a top priority, God would seem to have a leg up on the rest of the crowded field. His announcement was made in the tiny town of Baxter, Iowa, as he took to the podium to popular Carrie Underwood hit, Jesus Take the Wheel. Many say God's son, Jesus, is a strong contender as a presidential running mate, but may be more polar polarizing politically. And that's true. Jesus is polarizing. Republicrat. Joseph Lieberman welcomed God into the race, but tempered his enthusiasm by reminding people of the flip-flopping in tone and the more left-leaning hippie speak contained in the New Testament, an argument sure to be explored and hammered by Republicans and Democrats alike. God could draw on an impressive list of names for his candidates should he get elected. Moses, John the Baptist, and Joan of Arc are just a few of the names many consider to be explored for top cabinet positions. There has been some backlash since the announcement came, with many questioning whether we need another old, white, moral conservative in the field. <laughs> WDS will be hosting its first presidential de debate sometime in early 2012 with WDS's Galvin from the WDS hit show Galvin acting as moderator. This presidential <laughs> debate will be unique in that candidates will be not allowed to speak, testing the popular assumption that if politicians' lips are moving, then they must be lying. This would appear to give God a distinct advantage given his ability to work in mysterious ways, moves that those that oppose God's presidential run consider pandering and lacking real substance, yet another example of political posturing. So there you have it. God is in the race, finally. Wow. That's uh, in president God we trust, right? would that be it? <laughs> that is it, man. I don't know the Latin, but... Uh... 
So I, I can see uh, Barack Obama, when he heard that, his eyes kind of just popped out of his head. Yeah, yeah. You know what I think would be even a better mood for God? <laughs> what? I think he should join the amazing race. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that seems to be where he's spending most of his time paying attention to. You know, I mean, wow. Would Jesus be his partner, you think? No, I don't know. Like you say, or like the press release says, he is a polarizing figure. Well, that's exciting. I'd be interested to see how God performs in debates and uh, how he can lead this country if he can stop with the whole natural disasters and stuff. Yeah, right. Well, that's uh, that's proof that he's pissed, according to uh, Michelle Bachman. I wonder if he's going to be the benevolent, uh, loving God or if he's going to be sort of the vengeful, smiting God. You know, that'd be an interesting. I think he's going to be a hardliner. You think? The country needs discipline, Jason. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, um, good. I'm glad we broke that story. I hope that'll get us lots of likes on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. And not unlikes. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, great. Maybe we can get God on as a guest. Um, and I can't believe that that press release isn't in this week's news. Yeah, there you go. I just wanted to hear you do that without actually hearing the theme for the news. <laughs> oh, man. Are you ready for some news? Am I? All right, let's do it, man. Where should we start today? Uh, this is okay. We'll go with a couple of headlines just to get us uh, loose. Okay, I would start at the very beginning, which is a very fine place to start. All right, here we go. This one's kind of sad, but it's a funny headline nonetheless. Okay. From the Daily News in New York, we have teen girl paralyzed, 10 others wounded after shooting at party advertised as drama-free online. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. Um, it's you know, your basic, uh, you know, uh, story where it was just a bunch of, you know, guns going off and whatnot. But uh, I think it's funny that it was advertised as drama free. And uh, there you go. That's what you get. Yeah. You don't bring a gun to a drama free party. You know, we were talking last week. Was it last week we were talking about uh, uh, bad behavior on an airplane? Sure. Wasn't it a gentleman, uh, a gentleman peed on an eleven-year-old girl or something like that? Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Why can't I ever be on this flight? Drunk airplane passenger performs in-flight erotic dance. Uh, was it a man or a woman? It was a woman, a thirty-nine-year-old woman from the Republic of Tartistan. I didn't even know there was such a thing in Russia. Uh, yeah, ever since the Soviet Union collapsed, there's all sorts of uh, sexy, erotic dancing countries. I like. <laughs> what a country. <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently she got up, she was, you know, drunk, and started inconveniencing the passengers, taking off their glasses and dancing erotically. I like it. She was actually uh, putting on a show. How was that an inconvenience? Thirty-nine-year-old well, woman. The movies on the airplanes aren't very good these days. I'd much rather watch this. I think it depends on the woman, basically, because I was with a woman yesterday who I wouldn't want to see at an erotic dance. 
if they, they would oh, be an right? extreme inconvenience <laughs> this woman started erotically <laughs> dancing <laughs> your erotic dancing is inconveniencing me madam <laughs> please i am just trying to watch uh you know flirting with disaster i don't know is there some current movie that i could have mentioned instead you know what's funny speaking of flirting with disaster so mr barasco's in town and he needed to this is kind of a funny i got this story cracks me up so I, 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 I divert from the news segment into uh, Rob talking out of out of turn. Oh, okay. Well, there's music for that. Oh. You're like Dick Van Dyke with all the music you have coming out. <laughs> That's right. I'm like Dick Van Dyke. Tell me the Mr. Baresco story. <laughs> so uh, he, you know, he's been in between places for quite some time now since he came back from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And so he had all his all this stuff in storage, and he has, I guess, you know, big um, like garbage bags filled with his shoes. And he had two bags: one bag of shoes that he wanted to donate and give to you know charity because uh-huh. he doesn't wear them anymore, and another bag of all of his best, you know, favorite shoes that he wanted to keep. I don't like where this well, is going. <laughs> yeah right and so he donated the wrong bag or the wrong oh. bag was you know set aside for the donation pile oh. and all the shoes so he's been operating for the last i think couple of months really with just two pairs of white shoes nonetheless like white running shoes and then a pair of kind of white more you know out on the town shoes but still both white shoes and not a lot you can do with white shoes well no I, I, you know, the, I don't know what kind of man I am, Rob. Who I know. I think I know. <laughs> but I don't think I could fill a Ziploc bag with the amount of pairs of shoes I have, <laughs> let alone two garbage well, do you have bags. Like a, what, you have one pair of go-to shoes that you pretty much go to? <laughs> I, well, I, I actually have two pairs of go I actually expanded my repertoire uh, a little earlier this year. I had a pair of brown shoes that were my go-to shoes and then now i have added a pair of black shoes the rest of my shoes are just you know i have a pair of vans i have a pair of running shoes uh-huh. i have two pairs of slippers i think i have more slippers than i have shoes <laughs> well your comfort is key it's it's definitely i'm a bit of a what's the term jace i'm not gonna i'll butcher it for sure is it shoes horse or shoes whore uh i think it's gay man <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now I love, I love shoes. I, 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 I buy them even when I don't need them. I have a lot. Of, I, I'm, I'm convinced that a pair of shoes changes, breathes life into your whole wardrobe. Because it just, it's just, it's so outside of my knowledge base or, or care base or care bear. Gotcha. Like it just, I don't, <laughs> it just, I, I don't even think of it. So I could use some tutelage in how to. You have loftier pursuits, my friend. Okay. Um, no, so the, so Mr. Barrasco has to now reacquire a bunch of shoes because he's he's you know he's down to two pairs. And so we went shopping yesterday. We actually went to the mall here in San Francisco. We went down to the Macy's and we went to the Westfield Shopping Mall. And it's funny because the minute two guys, you know, I'm, I'm married, and you know that Mr. Barrasco has a girlfriend currently. But the minute two guys go back to the mall, you revert back to your 16 year old self. Uh huh. So I found us like we're walking through the mall. We're kind of like flirting with the sales girls, 
you know, or like, you know, hanging out by the Orange Julius, you know, with our lean on. And it, it was just kind of a fun experience. It was a great day hanging out at the mall with Mr. Barrasco. So uh, I, I recommend that sometime. In fact, when you come up here, let's do that. Let's just go to the mall. Okay. It's a date. If I, I can... ever found myself without my lovely wife, Hallie, I think that's the first place that I would go it, is the mall. Okay. Great. Okay. It still works. It holds up after all this time. I'm in. I could use a belt. <laughs> Should we get back to the news? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's get back to the news. Right, this one is great. It reminded me of a movie. You tell me the movie this reminds me of. Man wearing pants filled with snakes stopped by TSA. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're thinking of Snakes in the Pants. <laughs> sequel to Snakes on a Plane. You, there's snakes on a plane! <laughs> yeah, this is... A, it, it was gross, the picture. I, they were, these were like snake larvae. You know what I mean? Like the cocoons that snakes are housed in? No, I don't know what you mean. Well, that's what they... They're like not fully formed snakes. They're just a little, you know, sacks that snakes come in. Okay. Snake sacks. Yeah, so he was trying to smuggle these on, I guess, because they were... Okay. Yes! You know what I'm talking about. A snake sack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they were exotic snakes, I guess, and they're, uh, they're not... You can't get them into the country, so he's trying to smuggle them in. God, what are people thinking of these days, man? Is this a... Uh, yeah, I think that is a... Oh. <laughs> For me, too. Um, <laughs> this one. I'm sorry, I'm looking at... Some of these titles are just killing me on the news this segment. All right, this one's great. Maybe, maybe surprising, maybe not. One in ten dead bosses are murdered. What? What? Yeah, they did some stats here at Gizmodo, and out of the 4,547 workplace deaths in 2010, 10% of the kaput management was a direct result of homicide. Wow. Oh, I see. Because your original headline led me to believe that the people who were already dead were murdered. Yeah, that, that's, that's a bit excessive, isn't it? Yeah, that's a pretty that's that's a bad grammatical headline, but so uh, people are killing their bosses like that movie. Yes, so there, I guess that movie is uh, rooted in reality. Apparently, especially now in a tough economy, I wouldn't want to lay off people. But did you ever want to murder a boss though? Did you ever work in a work environment that was so dreadful that you you felt like murdering your boss? No, I am so fearful of going to prison that um, I can put up with a lot of shit. No, I, I've never, I've had bosses that I've hated, thought were idiots, but I would be more inclined to quit myself than murder them. Yeah, I had a, I had some pretty dreadful work environments, uh, but, you know, even What's the What's your most, worst? My worst? Yeah. Uh, I actually have a recording of my worst boss, and maybe I could uh, fire it up, or if I can find it, I'll, I'll play it right now. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm not bothering you, I'm just saying, no, though, now you're I'm using the wording for something that costs $30, and he uses that wording for something that's free. 
I'm not changing anything, Carol. Just a one or two where there's a difference. I'm not changing anything. Bob, I don't know why you're confused. You bill it. Did you understand that you and Carol, you don't charge the same amount? Here, take a, long, a piece of paper, like lined paper, like a grocery store is, and write out the search you see. Here, Robin Carol Ball, this is what I want. Listen, I want. I want a list of the searches that you do. It can't be taken this long. I want for both. Here, kids, both of you can sit down and write. write. I know, but wait, excuse me. I know my letters a company. That's not it. The prices aren't on here, kids. What charges? Yeah, we're going to write down the price. I want to know the um, But, uh... She was just a screaming, hollering uh, person who was just extremely frustrated. But, I mean, then there would be times where she was very nice and she was always very generous. So it, it kind of bounced out. When she was horrible, it was horrible. But when it wasn't horrible, she wasn't perpetually horrible. And her horribleness uh, was justified, for one thing, even if I was at the receiving end of it or if the rest of the people were at the receiving end of it. I could always sort of see where she was coming from, even if I didn't agree with the way she was handling it. And she was always very, you know, like the nice part of her totally outweighed that at, at other times. So I I think if I was going to murder anybody, it would ha it would be traffic related. Yeah, I, I, could, I would say... If I get the phone call saying, oh, Jason's, you know, up for murder charges, I'm going to assume it happened in traffic. Good. Good. That's, I like that about you, Rob. You've got me pegged for my homicidal tendencies. <laughs> good band. Well, no, it was suicidal tendencies. Yeah, no, there's, there would be a good band called Homicidal Tendencies. And if Homicidal Tendencies had a autobiography, I would listen to it on audiobook. You know how no, I do that, not. Rob? Yeah, I would go to www.audibletrial.com slash WDS. The W stands for what, the D stands for duvet, the S stands for said, WDS, and check out one of their 85,000 audiobook downloads that you can listen to. You can even listen to Tina Facebook. Perhaps this snake cocoon incident will pop up in a future edition. Uh, Tina Facebook Bossy Pants, available at audibletrial.com slash WDS, or many rock autobiographies. Rob enjoys the rock autobiography. Um, you can probably read Barack Obama's book or listen to it. I'm not sure what you can get there. Why don't you check it out? I like all their Star Wars books. I've been listening to one of the Star Wars books recently. You know there's a whole expanded universe of Star Wars? I had no idea. Well, Is it still got Luke in it? There's a whole bunch of them. I read a whole bunch. I'm not even going to grace that with an answer. There's a whole bunch of Star Wars Expanded Universe books, and there's one that I read a whole bunch of them, and there's one that I missed. So I, 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 I jumped back, and I've been listening to it. It's called I Jedi, uh, and uh, I've been listening to that by going to... You know what I'm listening Trial. to? I, I'm not even going to grace that with an answer either. AudibleTrial.com slash WDS... <laughs> And um, that's my thing. It's 14 day free trial. Thank you, Audible. We love you. Anything else in the news, Rob, or are we moving into other news? In other news, we're going to move into uh, in other news, but I am going to say that I am reading The Wit and Wisdom of, of Michelle Bachman by Hedda Lettuce. In other news, <laughs> all right, in other news, let's discuss the, the new cast of Dancing with the Stars. Okay, we, we, we should discuss the new cast of Dancing with the Stars, and I don't know if you noticed, there's the new cast of The Amazing Race and the new cast of Survivor has been announced as well. Uh, I saw that, I, I think I know who the two ringers are going to be for the Survivor cast. I oh. didn't know The Amazing Race cast, so I'll let you drive those ships. 
Okay. Right into the rocky shores that is this podcast. Okay. I think it's pilot those ships, but go ahead. Okay. Ooh. You're, you're very nautical today. I like Aye. that. A sailing Jason. <laughs> well, you know, when we go to the mall, I want to wear my sailor outfit. Oh, that'll, that'll pull in chicks, man. Yeah. Chicks dig sailors. Okay, so I'm going to read off the names, and you can tell me if you have any clue who some of these people are. Okay. All right, so we have basketball star Rana Artest. You should know who he is. Nope, but I understand he plays basketball. <laughs> he does. He's a Laker. Okay. He's, a, he's Mercutial. Uh, what? Did you just give me a new name, or are you describing a Laker to me? I'm, I'm describing. I'm describing a Laker. Okay, aren't the Lakers okay. from Minnesota or Michigan, from the Great Lakes oh, area? Oh man, you are so out of the loop. Are you sure you live in the Hollywood Hills of California? I uh, yeah, I can uh, see the. I'm seeing it now. Oh my goodness, which reminds me, never mind. I was going to tell you a story about the curb down the street from me, but we're in the. Ooh, I love it. Let's let's uh, save that and maybe we'll do Jason's curbs stories from the curb by Jason. <laughs> Okay, moving on. I don't know who the Laker is, but okay, a Laker. All right. Then I don't think you're going to know who Hope Solo is. No relation to Han. Uh, she's a World Cup soccer player. Yeah, nope. How about this one? Robert Kardashian? Oh, uh, well, I recognize the last name. Didn't he defend O.J. Simpson? I think that was the dad. Oh. Uh, this is the a son of that Kardashian. Yeah, I, I believe that. There's so many of Rest them. In peace. They're like fucking gremlins. Okay, yeah, Kardashian, sure. Okay. Never marry a Kardashian after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there were any boy Kardashians. I thought they were there was just the the pretty girl and the not as pretty girl. Um, no, there's a, there's a, I think there's a dude. Then it'd be him. He was dancing. And then, do you know who Kristen Cavallari is? Nope. She is a reality star who was in a show called The Hills. Oh, okay. I think it takes place in your neck of the woods there. Yeah. Here's one you probably know. I, I know you know who Chaz Bono is. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. I know who Chaz, former Chastity Bono is, yes. Exactly. So Chaz is da- this has created some controversy because Chaz will be dancing with a female partner. Ah, okay. I guess that's controversial, sure. Here is one controversial personality that I cannot stand and Reba's furiously trying to get on the show so I can tell her to her face I can't stand her. Nancy Grace. Ugh. Oh, God, I hate this woman. Okay, Nancy Grace. I only know Nancy Grace I, because I filmed a friend of mine doing a audition for Saturday Night Live, and she did an imitation of Nancy Grace for several hours that I had to videotape. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand Nancy, Nancy Grace is like a, a, a plague on humanity, and I'm hoping she gets voted off really early because it'll you know, maybe affirm my belief that she's evil. Okay. Okay. Do you know who Carson Kressley is? No, is that an MTV VJ? No, he was... Uh, remember that show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Oh, okay, yeah, Carson from Queer Eye, sure. Yeah, he's on the show. Ricky Lake, who's actually kind of hot now. Ricky Lake vacillated from being hot and not hot for a while there, so I believe that Ricky Lake is hot now. Yeah, she's she's looking good, so she'll be dancing. Singer-actress China Phillips. Ooh, China Phillips. China Phillips calling Capernina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I, you know, I love all the Phillipses. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of everybody in the Phillips. You band. swept that monkeys reference right under the rug. <laughs> I did, but just because I was thinking about you know the Phillips family. Uh, how about actor David Arquette? This was surprising to me because it's almost like declaring, like it's almost like taking yourself from what I always thought he was maybe like you know a upper echelon. A or B status Hollywood celebrity, and it's almost like just kind of conceding that since you are divorced from your A-lister, Courtney Cox, you are now a E-lister being on Dancing with the Stars. Well, I believe this is a step towards rehabilitating his drunken Howard Stern rant image. Isn't that the last uh, anybody you're ever probably heard right. of David Arquette? Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. And then we have J.R. Martinez, and there's no... He's an actor, I guess. I have no idea who this guy is. God, I had no idea there were this many stars on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and the last one is Italian actress Elisabetta Canalis. Oh, well, I like any Italian she, actress. Is she pretty? Apparently, yeah. She's, she's George Clooney's ex-girlfriend. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. So there you go. So that's in other news with the Dancing with the Stars cast. Do you want to uh, maybe speak on the the Survivor in Amazing Race? Uh, sure. Uh, did, did you do you know anything about it? Have you read anything about it? I know that there's two more former Survivors coming back to be on this this episode uh, season of Survivor. Oh, I did not know that. By the way, I didn't read that far. I'm probably Ooh, going to watch you. Survivor the first couple episodes, see if I'm enjoying it. I'm probably not going to watch The Amazing Race, but um, why? Well, I don't know. I I got really tired of The Amazing Race last time. Like I I just I can just picture the beginning, them introducing everybody, Phil saying go, and then just the same old stuff over and over again. I think I've seen enough of The Amazing Race, and much like. Um, I love Family Feud, the original Family mm. Feud with Richard Dawson. There's good Family Feud episodes and there's bad Family Feud episodes. And uh, if one, if a bad Family Feud episode is on, it's over in 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, there's another one tomorrow and I'll enjoy it. If a bad Amazing Race is on, it lasts for 10 weeks. And that's a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's invest, a good point. You know? So I might watch the opening episode. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but... Uh, Survivor winner Ethan Zahn and his partner Survivor winner Jenna Marasco will be running The Amazing Race this time. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. That's not going to necessarily keep me glued to my TV set. Yeah. So that's happening. And then uh, I think there's two Olympic snowboarders who are participating as well. Um, uh, who cares? Yeah. You know. A bit of stunt casting. Um with The Amazing Race and, and some of these shows, I am getting a little burnt out myself. I think I'm going to be with you on this one. I'm going to watch it with one eye and see if it intrigues me, but uh, I can I can see ditching it. What about Survivor, though? What do you know about Survivor? Survivor, I, I didn't know about the two returning contestants, but if you have a guess on the ringers, I'd like to hear them. But I do know that one of the contestants' last name is Hands. Mr. Hand? <laughs> no, no, no. Like Russell's last name is Hands? Some oh. new contestant's last name is Hans. You think it's, huh, do you think it's his wife? No, nah, it's a guy, so I think it's a brother or uh, or someone with just the same last name who isn't really related Interesting. to him. Yeah. Any guess on who the ringers might be? Uh, No, I don't know. Rupert? No, funny you should say that, though. Uh, we have a new, new segment that Rupert is involved with. No, the the... The ringers are Ozzy. Do you remember Ozzy? Yeah, I remember Ozzy. 
and coach. Oh God. See, I don't now I don't want to watch it. I don't I don't care about Ozzy and Coach. There you go. Those that do will be interested. If you're like me, I mean I mean, I'm getting over this whole callback of previous contestants and it, it just seems like it's a reality celebrity mill that's being run. Yeah, just the you know what happened to me was watching The Apprentice. Like the I watched The Apprentice two more seasons than I needed to, and I didn't mm-hmm. watch this last season of The Apprentice. I watched two episodes and then I stopped watching it and I was fine. So, like I say, I'll probably watch one or two episodes of these and if it doesn't grab me instantly, if I'm not like, "Oh my god. Oh my president god, this is going to be amazing." <laughs> Uh, then I'm just I'll give it one or two episodes and then I'll stop. I just I'm, I've got too much, too much respect for myself. Yes, you do. Don't for, don't forget that you hold your head up high with your reversible belt. <laughs> I will. Darn it, Mister Garbage, Garbage Bag Full of Shoes. <laughs> Funny you should mention Rupert though. We're gonna call this segment in related to other news. <laughs> All right, we're gonna run all out right. of music. Yeah, I know, right? And we're going, we're going through it all. We're running, we're burning out the musicians that you have caged in your orchestra pit out there in Duvet South. Yeah, yeah. So Rupert Boneham is going to be running for governor. Oh, he moles, no. oh, he's mulling the run for governor in Indiana. Really? Yeah. You know, I met Rupert once at a. Uh, a friend of mine is a video game music composer, and there was a big – at Moscone Center here in San Francisco, a big video game music awards convention. And so he was nominated, so we went to the thing. And Rupert apparently is a big gamer or investor in video game companies, and so he was there you know, wearing his tie-dye and looking like Rupert. So I shook his hand. Yeah. And uh... – Not as cool as Rick Nielsen, but you know. All right. Well, yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Uh, what do you think his chances are? Is he a favorite son of Indiana? I mean, do people really dig him there? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really get too much in it. It's just kind of like a quick blurb. Just shows him looking like Rupert. And, uh, you know, I guess he sh- he sh- he's going to be running as an Indiana Libertarian Party member. So I don't want to watch Coach on Survivor. I'm sorry. I can't get past that. I don't want to watch Coach on Survivor again. That would be three times. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like I bummed you out by mentioning that. It's It'll be like Mission Impossible 3. It's just not going to be any good. Or Spider-Man 3. Or Superman 3. Yeah. Coach 3. Well, let's cleanse the palate then with a topic of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You'll like this one. This one isn't gross. It is gross. What the hell am I saying? It wouldn't be in this segment if it wasn't gross. Right, yeah. I hope where there's urine or penises involved. No, but listen to this. Man beheads self in domestic dispute. Uh, I think I've heard this story. Lay it on me. We could play the game if you want to guess where this actually happened. Uh, I'm going to guess this happened in Florida. Close. Yorktown, Virginia. That's not close. So I'll, I'll read this story because it's uh, – um, so Virginia, police in Yorktown, Virginia responded to a domestic dispute call around 10 a.m. on Thursday that resulted in a man decapitating himself, 
Yes, that's right. He decapitated himself. The couple was divorced and had two children, both of whom were at school at the time of the incident. The father, unidentified by police, save for the fact that he was 46 and from Chicago, had relocated to Yorktown to be closer to his kids. Why bother? The fight was over to access. The fight was over to access to them. Access the children, I guess. Yeah. And how did he do this? I I know how he did this. Does it not say in the story? Oh, how he tell did me. It? He. I, I don't want to read it. Tell me. Oh well, he he there he took a tether, like he tied something around his neck, and then he tethered it to uh, like a, a a fence or a stone wall or something like that, and he was sitting in his car. And when the cops came, he floored it and took off, and it yanked him out of the car and pulled his head off. Oh! God, that's so creative. Yeah, seriously, it's like something out of a Saw movie. Man, oh man. God, that would never, ever occur to me. Even in my darkest moment, that would never occur to me. Yeah, I would think that if I was in that bleak of a space... First of all, I would, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would call you. But if I was nice. in that <laughs> bleak of a space, it would not occur to me to be that, uh, you know, Rube Goldbergian in creating some way to kill myself. <laughs> I would just like, you know, take my my leather belt that you're buying for me and hang myself from uh-huh. it. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. It, there's so many. Quicker and less pain, painful ways to go about it. And what if it doesn't work and you're left with just like a horrible rope burn on your neck or something like that? Yeah, or if you just snap your neck and then you're paralyzed and you have to live for the rest yeah. of your life like that or something like that. And then Murray Langston comes to visit you in the hospital to cheer you up. <laughs> Again with Murray Langston. <laughs> Give me a C, a bouncy C. <laughs> So uh, there you go. That is our news segment for the week. Okay. Exciting. Whew. Well, I feel overwhelmed with news, Rob. I know. It is a bit overwhelming. But this, um, okay. this is what people come to. This is our bread and butter right here. All right. I hear the music. That means we must have be, have be phrasing song segment. Let me hear you holla, Duvet Nation. <laughs> phrased out is that your phrase holla back <laughs> no it isn't I actually I, I want to keep that in the popular vernacular because I like to use holla but these ones can go okay here it is I don't know if you've heard this one I'm hearing it a lot particularly in people that are probably you know 30 and under have you heard this one it's kind of like a, a reference to self help you do you you got to do you, Jason. Oh, I don't know that one. And I, I, I bet now that you've said it, I will hear it a lot and it'll anger me. It will. You'll hear it a lot. You'll hear people say it like this. You know, man, you know I, I got I to gotta do me right now. You know, you do you. And I got to do me. So oh, that's so annoying. Can't we be us? Yeah. We're both here together. Yeah, no, it's everything's got to refer directly to the self, I think, for this particular generation. Yeah, I guess so. Well, that's a pretty good one. I'll keep an eye out for it, and I'll sock anybody who uses it. Is that your yeah, one yeah. and only phrased-out phrase this week? No. Oh, no, I got another one. I got another one. I kind of said it that I was going to phrase it out, and my wife, who works in a corporate environment, 
I think has to use it or has become inclined to using it. She's like, no, don't phrase that out. <laughs> as if as if these are binding, you know, agreements we're making with our, our listenership. <laughs> but this one I bothers me because I hear it constantly, constantly at the end of the day. Oh yes, I particularly hate at the end of the day. At the end of the day, Jace, you gotta do you. Now, you know what I think really bothers me about at the end of the day is the first time I heard at the end of the day, it was during a Spice Girls interview and Ginger Spice, uh, who I can't even remember her real name anymore, was Jerry saying, Hallowell. Yes, Jerry Hallowell was saying in the interview that she coined the phrase at the end of the day and now everybody was saying it and she wanted recognition for coining the phrase. And I had never heard it at that time and every time I hear it, I remember the fact that I was actually listening to an interview with the Spice Girls. That's funny. I used to love seeing early naked pictures of Jerry Hallowell. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, those are hard to, hard to not love to see. Yes, yes. At the end of the day, that's about her legacy for me and maybe perhaps a lot of people. Right. Well, because when is the end of the day? Is the end of the day when the sun sets in the gloaming? Is it around 11 when you start to get sleepy now? I mean, when is the end of the day? I don't know. I, it's just one of those things that people just say as if it's some sort of, uh, you know, reconciliation or resolve that they, you know, that they're, they're tapping into. Yeah. And it, it, to me, it just, it, it, it's corporate speak as, as far as I can tell. I had uh, a listener request uh, for us to phrase out a, a, seg, a phrase. And, oh. Uh, yeah. So let me, let me float this past you. Let me see okay. what you think, think of this one. The phrase is, it would have to be, so let me say it in context. If okay. I had to choose a favorite pizza, it would have to be, pepperoni or if gun to my head if i had to choose uh my favorite city it would have to be chicago and his particular uh problem with the huh. phrase it would have to be is like why would it have to be like yeah there's a choice yeah if you have like, a choice it doesn't have to be anything <laughs> exactly <laughs> so like what that. do you think i am all for that let's get it out all right Phrased out, it would have to be. There you go. Thank you, listener Dave, for that. <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, if I was going to say my favorite podcast, it would have to be this one. Yeah, exactly. What about you, listeners? What do they say at gmail.com? Because your emails mean so much. Find us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Give us a phone call. Yeah. Give us a phone call. 415 uh there you go do let me ask you this tell us what we'd have to phrase out uh i i would i what do you think of gun to my head is that one that could be phrased out as well yeah let's do that too man let's get rid of that gun to my head it would have to be they're both out yeah great fabulous and what we say goes sorry sorry <laughs> hallie and, and anyone in corporate america at the end of the day gun to my head it would have to be these phrases that get phrased out yeah Listen, Duvidians, you do you, and Jason and I will do us. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of doing... Yet, you do us. <laughs> we'll do they. What are you doing this weekend, Rob? What's going on for you? Um, you know, it's a holiday weekend. 
Oh, I don't know from holidays. I don't know what that means. I know. You're working this weekend. I know that. But yeah, Monday is Labor Day. So I get a bonus day with the wife, which is great. And we are going to Austin in a couple of weeks. So we're going to try really hard to be uh, mellow and lay low this weekend. So I think we're just going to, you know, fart around the city. Hopefully a lot of people leave and then we can. I'm on a quest to find a hat. The hat I'm looking for too, Jason, is I know because I'm so devoted to this search for this hat that this hat will now become like ubiquitous everywhere in about six months time because I need it now and I can't find it. Everyone's going to be wearing it in a six months to a year's time. Uh-huh. It's going to be what it's in six months time? <laughs> ubiquitous. Okay. Uh, That's not the what's word? The, what's the hat look like? Okay, so do you remember – just probably in the mid-90s, there's a hat. It's kind of like one of those mush mouth hats. It sits on your head. It doesn't have a, a lot of definition and it just kind of – like Gilligan, like a Gilligan hat almost. Well, Gilligan wore a sailor hat. He was a sailor. That's – I mean that's what I was going to wear in the – You know, with the flap down where it kind of covers your eyes a little bit, shades you from the sun. Oh, well, wait a minute. I think I have the hat you're looking for. Oh, do you? Can you show me it? Because I would love it. Yeah, and hold I on. I need it for Austin. It's 104 freaking degrees in Austin these days. Well, here. Do you, do you have your Skype up? Can you view my I do. the picture? Is this the kind of hat you're looking for? That is exactly the kind of hat I'm looking for. Oh, there you oh, go. God. Oh, I would have had you bring it up. Okay. Oh, man. Where'd you get that hat? Uh, it was a gift. From uh, from a friend of mine, a birthday gift two years ago. I've had this hat for two years. I can't believe the hat I've been questing for for the last three months is like there in your possession. Yeah, you know, if you'd mentioned it before, I could have uh, could have brang it up to you. Oh well. Oh well. So yeah. So I, Hallie and I are going to go looking for hats. Um, and that's about it. Not much going on. I do want to reinforce though. Uh, what Duvet said about music, 34, Il Mondo, go check it out. Go to, uh, go to uh, what Duvet said at Mevio.com. That's uh, where you want to listen to it because we're, we're keeping tabs on numbers. But great yeah, episode, well, it, great it, interview. It, Thanks, folks. What Duvet said, .com, just so, just so we're, we're clear on He's that. He's the yeah. guy with the, the straight dope there, Jason. He knows, he knows where to go. I know. I know. I know. So that's it for me, really. Um, I can't point to anything. I think we're going to make a little sweet corn risotto. How's that? <laughs> that sounds exciting. I was uh, uh, a participant in a search for um, almond something yesterday. I don't remember what it was called, so I'm going to stop talking about it. Almond starch? So almond... let me ask you, though. I know you're working this weekend. What are you doing that's taking you away for the entire weekend? I'm going to be working with this group of people that I've done work with uh, for part of this other sort of this acting, helping job acting group. that I'm doing. Gotcha. Um, and it's, uh, it's up in this place in Encino, which isn't that far away. It's in the hills of Encino, but it's it's basically isolated from everyone it's it i don't think it gets much cell phone reception there's very weak wi-fi connection so i'm, I'm pretty much going to be isolated and with the group starting this afternoon through sunday wow that would explain the isolation would explain the uh weird accent they have up there in encino yeah yeah totally oh, you know totally oh my god yeah 
exactly. So I'm doing that. Uh, last weekend I was recording with the the band, and so that took all weekend. And I've just been I've just been busy. I'm gonna be looking forward to this because really there's a whole sort of spate of endings that are happening right now this weekend. Uh-huh. One band did the recording and it's over. The other band did the recording and it's over. The uh, the, the this this group is ending this weekend. It's really I'm really wrapping a bunch of, a bunch of stuff up that's been taking all year long. So September and the the rest of the year uh, should be pretty pretty good for me. I might even make another quick journey up to the city just to give you this hat, Rob. Bring the hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's good. I think endings are nice. And, and, and hopefully Survivor and The Amazing Race suck and then we can end those shows. But I think we do need to find a show that we can agree on. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to start watching Pan Am. Okay, I'm game. All right, you want to watch Pan Am? I'm going to watch Pan Am. Yeah, I might check it, out when... the new Zooey Deschanel show, and I'll probably watch the Playboy Club because I know that Gloria Stallred doesn't Stein all man. all Steinem. <laughs> yeah, doesn't want me watching it. But I think the Playboy Club actually looks terrible. I don't think it looks any good at all. It does. Um, I don't know anything about Pan Am, but I like Christina Ricci. Ricci, so I'm going to watch okay. that. Well, let's watch Pan Am, and maybe that'll be the show we follow, and then maybe we can start uh, trying to get some of them to be on our show. We should, we should definitely, we're due for a guest here okay. on The Tank. Yeah, well, we could have talked to either Barack Obama or Tom Petty, who was the other guest this week. I don't even remember. <laughs> it was James Franco. Oh, <laughs> right. James Franco. I forgot. Yeah, they've left. They've since left. They went off arm in arm. God only knows. They're probably one of the, the strip clubs down the street. Well, I, you know, probably. You won't see that happening. Obama's like, somebody's got to let me talk. <laughs> All right. Well, since I have so much to do this weekend, and I know that you're going to be busy making your food, uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we pull the plug I on gotta this week's episode got to stir the risotto. That's what I'm going to do. I think it takes a whole weekend to stir the risotto. Nice. Get on it. Get on it, dog. I'm going to. And uh, you have a great, uh, great weekend at the retreat. And um, listeners, you have a wonderful holiday weekend. Can't thank you enough. Yeah, thanks. And we'll talk to you all next week. Next week. Can you tell me what the they said? Did you hear what the they said? Can you hear what the they said? Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program.